everyone, and welcome to another episode of Super Deluxe Game. We lost John again. We lost Thursday, July 28th. No, I'm here. I'm right here. I know. How am I the one in the middle of of severe thunderstorms and you're the one whose internet keeps crapping out? I don't, Mm -hmm. but but Derek, it's not, my internet is great right now. My, my internet is the fucking shit right now, dude. So whatever is happening must be on your end. I'm going to blame you for it. What's going on, everyone? It's, (laughs) it's Thursday night again. And you know what that means? Uh, Look at the fucking chat. Um, a, a chat is filling up as a small to medium sized podcast. It is so cool to see so many people in our chat right now. So welcome everyone for, you know, first time viewers. We are so glad you're here. And speaking of people that we are glad are here, uh, check out who our guest is today. Um, Gathalian has joined I, us. What's up, dude? Like I, yeah. I've been following your content for a long time. And so having you here is extremely fucking cool for me. Thank you so much for agreeing to be on, man. Yeah, it's my pleasure, man. Um, you reach out. Fuck, what was it? Uh, I could say fuck, right? Oh, dude, yeah. Fuck yeah. 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 Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right, good. All right, yeah. good. Um, yeah, uh, so you reached out in like, uh, I think it was like May, and I was like, just put a pin in that for like a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. Just put a pin in that. Uh, you know, I think John knew that I was coming back to Twitch back in I May. I yeah, did. you were you were like on the short list of folks who knew. I did. Um, I, I, I'm, I am... Uh, I am honored by that, that, uh, <laughs> that, that you chose to trust me with this information. No. And, and, um, I actually, um, I was actually turned on to your content. Um, cause I used to be a big destiny guy and I'm really sure. not anymore. I haven't played it in a long time. Right. Um, but I, your skill level though. Uh, yeah, I was, I'm, dude, I'm terrible at destiny. Come on. Like, I mean, fuck, I'm, I was fucking awful at it, but I actually, uh, uh, became tuned into your content when you had your worlds first in the King's fall raid. Sure. Uh, yeah. and, uh, which was re- that, that was, that was really cool. Your, I, I remember your reaction. Cause that was your, that was the first time you, you guys had had a world first, right? Like, yeah, I mean, that was, that was second raid. So we okay, were, yeah. we were seventh for, uh, for Vogue Volta glass first raid. Um, no, there's a third raid because there was Crotazen, but it's like yeah, Crota, Crota, yeah. Crota it's like Zen, barely, yeah. barely a raid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Justin uh, is our buddy. Justin, Justin is our big Destiny guy here now. So yeah, okay, yeah. But uh, King's Fall took me ten hours opening weekend, so you finished before I did. <laughs> well, I finished before everybody did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, I swear that's not in the norm for me. That's a cum joke. Um. I- <laughs> <laughs> you're you're in good company here um sh- uh, i i want to say to people in chat real quick um for new viewers if you want to uh, if you want to give us some feedback right there you can there's a little link right underneath your uh, your little video window there if you want to let us know how, you, how you're doing and if you want to shoot us a follow i'm not going to tell you you shouldn't feel free mm. go wild um i'm so, here to tell so, you you shouldn't that's a bad fucking idea well you know it, it, hold on man we're we got to keep the audience for the entire podcast hey sometimes uh, sometimes people just have low standards and that's why they're here so it works out great um this is that's why the whole podcast exists Finn. um so dude since i came since i was kind of turned on to your content around the king's fall raid like how long have you actually been streaming like how long have you been a content creator like at this juncture like right now right, yeah. currently yeah uh this will be nine years in september what made you want to get into this man like because uh, i mean I, I don't know like I, I i started out doing like moderator shit on the gearbox forums because i liked borderlands um i was like a moderator on their official forums and then i started making youtube videos for like dumb like 
gameplay things and that sort of started take it off because like the people on the forums were like ah this is great so you know you'd get like a couple hundred views and a couple hundred turns into a couple yeah. thousand and then um i transitioned from vod content to live and i was like this is more me this is i get to be in my element be in the moment I, I there was a long time i did like i think it was like three or four years where i didn't miss a single day uploading and now i could sit down to make a video and be like i don't know what to do like i don't want to do this i yeah. i don't love editing anymore um i used to but now it's like the live portion of it really really calls to me a lot a lot more Dude, that's awesome. Um, and that and that's kind of like what we're what we try to do here. Do we do? I mean, although I'd I'd say Derek, our biggest uh, our biggest outlet for people is the uh, is the um, the apps, right? Spotify and SoundCloud. That's oh well, yeah. I mean, that's that's what's funny is is you know for the longest time we thought, oh well, we're you know a very small streaming outfit, and and then we finally started paying attention to the actual podcast numbers. And oops, turns out we're surprisingly large for a podcast. It just you know. Yeah, I don't know. You, you never know. You never know, like which piece of wet spaghetti is going to stick to the wall. You know, like so. It's <laughs> a good way when, to put it. When people ask me, like, "Hey, how do I get started in content creation?" I'm just like, "Fucking throw it at everything." You know, you never know wet spaghetti method. Something's going to stick, and that's what you go with. That's the piece. You know, I most of the, I think our best content comes from me embarrassing myself live. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I, think, that's, I think that's. That's most creators. So. That's what I find is that's what I find. <laughs> that's what I find works the best. Um, yeah. So uh, out of curiosity. So, um, you know, you start with Borderlands, you, you really, I think kind of became, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here. You really kind of blew up with destiny, right? Like, like destiny. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Yeah. I think when we went to destiny, um, I, I had paid attention to it. And obviously um, before destiny, you know, I think we had on Twitch, like 80,000 followers from Borderlands content, something like that. I'm sure I could look back on the social blade and be more accurate. Uh, and uh, Destiny, we averaged 1,000 new followers a day for a year and a half. Man, I'd love to Ow. get some of that action. Yeah, it was fucking <laughs> wild. Shit, dude. Um, I, I was just like, we were just in a directory. We we're like mid-range in a directory. And... Uh, I found an exotic weapon on like day two, which is like, like in destiny one, finding an exotic was like, that was special. And I remember was, that. Yeah. Did it you was ever icebreaker? It was a fucking icebreaker, oh, which nice. was arguably one of the best exotics in destiny one period. Full stop. Yeah. Um, so that was wild. That was, and then I would put my title. I was like, an exotic weapon found, you know, like this guy's what you do. And then it just fucking, <laughs> it, it just snowballed from there, dude. I, I found myself like the chat filled up several thousand people blew my mind. Um, I think I had like 10,000 concurrence, like Good on Lord. the second day of destiny. And I'm, you know, I had like 80,000 followers at the time, whatever. Uh, and it just, it just, from that moment, it was just like vibes, you know, like day two, I was just like playing music and dancing with my guardian and shit and just doing dumb stuff, you know, like, cause that's my, that's my whole shtick. And uh, just kind of went from there. It kind of, kind of caught on. Did you well, ever take in the loot cave? I was going to ask that too. Yeah. Yeah, of course. You got to, you got to check out whatever the latest cheese is. If you're, so, if you're streaming an MMO, like you kind of at least got to check it out, you know? So uh, I, my story about like the first exotic that I ever got in destiny one is really funny because it was, again, this was back early on. This was like, the fall it came out just a few weeks after it came out 
Um, and you know, there was this group that took me through my first nightfall. Mm-hmm. I, I hadn't been able to get grouped together and I got Hawkmoon at the end of it. Mm. Uh, and then they took me, uh, they got a group together and took me through my first raid that same night. And I got Hawkmoon again. <laughs> and there was, there was a guy that was in the, in the group that was so mad. I think he just unplugged his internet while he was yelling at me. <laughs> oh, that's salty, man. Yeah. You know- it, it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I love it. I mean, Hawkman was a fantastic <laughs> exotic, you know, and it was, yeah. you know, it was like at that point PlayStation exclusive. So, yeah, like I, that thing has been with me the whole way through. Um, I, but honestly, I missed out on getting the actual collectible of it when they added it to Destiny 2. So I'm bummed about that. Yeah. I don't have a little mini Hawkmoon, but uh-huh. do you know what would honestly bring me back to Destiny 2 right now is if they said, OK, we're bringing the Zalo back like if, Supercell. If they brought yeah. the supercell back, yeah, I I would I that I fucking the love. risk runner is like kind of similar. I think it's I think it's like a I think it's stronger for ad clear because like the lightning chains more, and you get like a little arc shield, uh, but it doesn't have like the the super charge that the Zalo had that was like really addictive. So let me ask you this then: um, mm-hmm. if I wanted to jump, like you know if I ever kind of got the urge to jump back into destiny Two, like I, the, uh, the last, uh, so I played, um, I played for, uh, forsaken. Sure. Uh, and that's where I, and after that is kind of where I, I, I dropped off. Um, right. I, I just, I got into other things. How difficult would it be for me to jump back in? It's right now? not, I mean, destiny, destiny is an incredibly casual game. I mean, it's not, I don't think it's like mega competitive. I think people make it seem like it's deeper than it is, you know? Um, I don't think it's too tough to jump into it all. Like for a fresh, fresh person, they, they bring everybody's power up every major expansion to whatever really they raise cool. the floor, you know, that's, cool. um, I think it's really easy to level up, which is like part good, part bad, you know, like it's really easy for new players and returning players to get in. But for veteran players, it kind of, it's like such a drip feed of like power growth and like, what do you do now? You know, so it's like a very good business model for Bungie. But then guys are me, like me are kind of like left twiddling their thumbs a lot of the time. Yeah. So and and speaking of that, like you've been kind of filling the time with uh, No Man's Sky. Um, oh, it's not it's not a fill the time there. There was a, a major, maybe not major, but there was a core destiny moment that happened um, alongside No Man's Sky, maybe getting an update. And I chose No Man's Sky because I'd. I love this okay. game. Yeah, I'm actually playing it right now on my on my screen. Like I, like I gotta I gotta tend to my my new settlement. Very important. Um, <laughs> I love I love No Man's Sky, dude. It, no Man's Sky is not just a noun; it's it's a verb now in the gaming industry. It's like if there's a shit game, people are like, "Do you think they can No Man's Sky it?" You know, it, it's interesting you say that because we've talked on this podcast before about the similarities between like Final Fantasy uh, 14 online and No Man's Sky in that they both launched with less than less than great reception. Sure. Um, and, and both yeah. of those both of those games have had such a turnaround. Yeah, uh, similar to like Rainbow and, Six Siege, just the commitment to making these games as a service games. Right. Better over time. Mm-hmm. I deeply yeah. wish we had had the phrase early access as part of the common gaming vocabulary at the time that no man's sky launched, because I think that that team would have avoided so much 
like confusion and miscommunication and also could have cut off so much abuse if just yeah. that I term, think which Sony I'm, fucked him though. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they were I, not yeah. prepared. That little team was not prepared for that big of a magnifying glass on them and that that well, can't be their fault. They also got hit by a flood. The uh I think it was like two Christmases before they launched, they lost uh like a couple years of progress. Oh, on their shit. oh that's right. I forgot yeah. about that. I didn't yeah, know that the, at the all. Hello game flood. The Christmas flood. Look it up. It's crazy. I did not know that. And they kept the same deadline. And, you know, I don't think they'll ever say it, but I think that Sony was like, release your product by the deadline or it's going to be bad for you. You know, because oh. I, I know how Sony does business. Like, yeah, it's, that was no secret me. that they are just like business, business, business. So like, I think getting that done, there was like no extra money. There was no extra time. Get your thing out or it's going to be bad for your studio. So it's like a rock and a hard place for Hello Games at that point because they're like, either we delay it and it's bad, like from a contractual standpoint, or we put it out and it's bad from a like a, a optics standpoint with the community. So they opted to do the latter and then they've updated it 20 major updates for free over six years. And it's like a complete, it's like an MMO now. It's, they have accidentally a live game. Well, and, and, you know, one of my most vivid memories of No Man's Sky was the mountains of abuse heaped on Sean Murray mm-hmm. and that team mm-hmm. after it launched, which honestly, like, look, it's okay to be, it's, a, you know, look, it's fine to be disappointed uh, that a game didn't launch exactly the way you thought it might. That there's nothing wrong with that. But, but to, to subject, Sean Murray and his team to that. Like, I, I don't know. I could not have handled that. Mm-hmm. I could not, I don't think I could have weathered that storm yeah. and, and, and to see what no man's sky has become. Like you said, it's a living the, dude. People have like fucking federations and, and, oh, yeah. and like, I mean, it is, it is nuts. Just how much this, just how far this game has come. Like it, yeah. it, it, I, I hadn't touched it in years. <laughs> and I uh, I watched a video of the most recent update and people are running around with fucking capes and their own their own freighters and who, that are manned by NPCs mm-hmm. and I, I just it is there are entire like there there are armies and there are guilds and th- all of these are none of these are actually things that are started by um uh by uh I forget the name of the fucking dev team uh, hello, games. hello games hello games right yeah. yeah I'm having a brain fart tonight um but none of these are actual like this is all player created this is all yeah. player generated and yeah that's the part that impresses me the most um and uh I, I just I I could not be happy for the team uh it's it's such a such a turn probably even more so than Final Fantasy 14 I think probably the biggest turnaround uh, for a game probably ever. Cause I mean, there are how many people playing this shit now? A um, lot. I mean, they still yeah, sell like, like it, hotcakes. A they, significant amount. Yeah. Yeah. They, they put it on sale for 50% off whenever there's a, uh, an update, big update. Um, and that always brings in tons of folks and, you know, they, they still do, you know, their, their ad campaigns and stuff. Whenever there's a big update, like I did it, they had me do a sponsored stream, which was like, that was like right on. You know, because I'm going to play it anyways. Yeah. And still, you know, Sean Murray had their advertising agency reach out to me and be like, hey, do you want to do a sponsor stream for the the new release coming out or whatever? They didn't really tell me what it was because there's like, hey, we have a No Man's Sky thing. But I was like, all right, new update. So 
um, yeah, I mean, like they're they're still they're still kicking pretty hard, and I, they're not anywhere near done from what I can tell. Like it's they're just constantly putting out stuff, and they have not charged for. There's no microtransactions in game. There's yeah. There's like there's not been a paid DLC. Um, nothing. But it's they are they are functioning on on community goodwill and like just continually to improve their product and sell it because they yeah, sell it for 60 bucks unless there's a new update and also they've updated it for like every console platform that's come out they've done vr ports there's mm-hmm. more vr ports coming when PSVR like, 2 I mean, it's like, um, like so hmm? so i actually um goth let me ask you this yeah are you gonna pick it up on switch on the switch no no okay. i don't think yeah. it's gonna run well so it probably uh, won't. no i won't <laughs> um you and I are big Nintendo guys, John. Yes, we uh, are. Uh, I believe very strongly that Nintendo had new hardware lined up. Man, we're not even following the script at all. We're like, we're going to talk about this, this, that's, this. That's fine. Like, we, got, no. we got plenty of time. We got yeah, plenty of time. That's, that's tangents the are, podcast, tangents anyway. are what we do. Um, but I think, I think that Nintendo had hardware or has an iteration that was about to happen or be announced, and then the pandemic happened, and microprocessor shortages nintendo's not going to sell hardware at a loss simply not going to do it so they probably had all these partners with like super switch projects and they're like look whoops we're not releasing this thing until we're going to make money off of it and i think there's a lot of devs who were developing things for that switch and then had to put out these products that look so rough that like do not run on their current hardware well at all. Like look at, I mean, like I know it's a first world, but look at Arceus and how. I was gonna say even a lot, yeah, a lot of first party yeah. stuff yeah. runs like garbage. I do genuinely believe that there was some kind of of pro or supermodel that was yeah there in was the works at some point. for there not to be a fire exactly. And at this point, they went well. We might as well just coast through until we can get a switch two or whatever out yeah. at this point. I, they're not going to launch it without breath of wild they're not going to launch breath of wild 2 until the new hardware is ready um and like i also think that they had the oled screens for it and they had the stock of those and they're like what the hell are we going to do with these oled screens let's make a switch oled bingo yeah and people like me are going to buy it i mean i i I bought i bought the hell out of it for metroid Mm -hmm. look Mm -hmm. i was like fucking absolutely dude i'm sorry i gotta get metroid on the pretty screen that's just I'm I I'm the target audience for that kind of bullshit. Oh because, hell yeah, dude! Look, and I'll do it again if they drop a limited edition. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna do it for the Splatoon one, but if they drop yeah. it for for a game franchise I care about, I'll buy a third Switch. I have no impulse control. I have four Zelda 3ds's. See, so do I. I mean, yep. not all this. I have the the Link Between Worlds one mm-hmm. and the the Ocarina of Time one and the Majora's yep. Mask one. Yeah, yep. I, I'm right there with you. It's a it's a problem. Yep. I, um, I, you know, I'm part of, I'm part of the problem, right? Cause whatever Nintendo puts out, like I'm, if it's a, even if it's the most incremental of updates, you could have ended it. I'm, I'm part of the problem. Yeah. I well, I'm part of every fucking problem, Derek, you know, this, <laughs> Facts. um, but, uh, we, to, to kind of circle back real quick, um, we had been talking about uh, abuse that um, that Hello Games had been receiving. Look at this professional-ass transition here. Before we transition, I had one more question for guys. Yeah, you ruined it! God damn it! I did, but I kept I trying to find like, a good place. finally got a transition place. down, and you I was trying to, to find... You know what? I don't even care. 
I, I, this is a Fuck. genuine question because we have a, a, a like a a, a big a, an actual real life person here that might have question answers for this. So when you are like a a, a big boy streamer with like a, a very sizable following and you're known for certain games, do you ever feel like you can't just switch it up and play something on a whim because it might not be what your audience wants? Like, how does that do you balance between audience expectations and what you're personally vibing with? Does that ever come into play for you? Oh, yeah, that com- that comes into play hardcore, or at least it did. Now I kind of just do whatever the fuck I want. Um, but for a long time, I felt really, really stapled to Destiny. And for a long time, it didn't matter. I had a good time. I had good vibes. Uh, community was great. We were having fun. You know, I was making money. So I was like, ah, cool. Like, if a game comes out they want to watch, uh, maybe I'll play that. Maybe. You know, but then it gets, uh, it wears on you when, like, you start to hit you know, content droughts, or maybe the community is going through some crap that, uh, that they blame you for. Um, so yeah, no, you definitely worry about like transitioning to other things and how that'll affect your bottom line. But, uh, you either grind it out and are unhappy or you make a switch and you, you know, take a risk, jump off the cliff and see how like variety content will work, which is what I ended up doing like in 2017. Okay. I think uh, maybe 2016 was like around before Breath of Wild one came out. I started really focusing on uh, and that came out in 17, right? Was that 17? Yeah, yeah. man. Yes. Time is a flat circle. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> bullshit. Um, I, I hate it so much. Uh, but yeah, so I think when Breath of Wild was like my turning point for variety because I developed a relationship with Nintendo of America, which at this point is impossible. Like that doesn't happen. Like they talk to very few people. Um, I was at the time a Nintendo ambassador. I had a Switch and Breath of Wild two weeks before it came out. And they gave me uh, permission to stream it the day before it came out. And that was when I solidified like I'm a variety streamer and went in that direction obviously we always came home to destiny when there was new stuff but i very hard pivoted because like i positioned myself to do so it was six months of planning like if there's if there's something you want to do as a streamer you plan for it planning positioning uh you campaigning like you saw when i came back to twitch i had a whole campaign i had a theme i had a plan for content and I was certain of it, you know, and it has been, a, in my mind, a great success coming back. I didn't have expectations. I was like, I don't know. I've been gone three years. Maybe everybody hates me now. I don't know. And it's been wonderful. It's been so good. Uh, so, yeah. So, yes, it is scary to switch away from your main game. Absolutely. Wait. It's been it's it's also been it's been really nice to see the uh, the reception that you've that, that you that you've had coming back to Twitch after so like honestly, it almost kind of feels like you never left um you you're just you're back and things are things are i think better than they were before and it's been nice to see you uh in such a positive uh positive headspace about it on twitter as well um there, i mean there's a lot of reasons for that i mean um when i left i was burnt out uh when i left um it i don't think i appreciated a lot of the things that i should cuz you lose perspective I think it's easy to lose perspective when you do something for a while. Like when you're when you're in a room, you lose perspective on the color of the paint in that room. But when you leave it and come back, you're like, wow, what a shade of purple, you know? So, yep. Um, Alexa, change the lights to purple. 
fuck you, Alexa. She's not going to listen. That would have been a great moment. Um, she never listens. Such a bitch. Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, Headspace has been real good. Um, I feel a lot lighter than when I left, I mean, like figuratively and physically. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I started working on my health. That's really good for your mental. And you look great, by the way, man. Like, seriously, well, well done on the well done on the fitness journey, man. It's been it, it's been a lot, and I I'm really glad that I I don't know snapped into whatever headspace I'm in now. But it's uh, yeah. <clears throat> so, all right, I'm gonna try this transition again. I'm gonna <laughs> try this transition yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, let's do Finn, it. Let's do Finn really fucked this up. Yep. So so. So we're going to pretend like the last 10 minutes didn't happen. Yeah, and I'm just going to yeah, say, so we were just now five seconds ago talking about uh, all the abuse that. Wait, real quick. Another. Finn, <laughs> shut your fucking mouth. Christ. Uh. Anyway. Speaking about the abuse that was heaped on Hello Games as we were just speaking about it five seconds ago. Mm-hmm. There are there is another see I can't even fuck it's it's gone now it's fucking gone so let's talk about um let's talk, let's talk about what's happening. Hey, with to Bungie. interrupt you? Can I interrupt you for a second? Do you mind you if can. we talk about the bungee abuse? We can, yeah, please, Cathalian, absolutely. <laughs> let's talk about the bungee abuse. I think that's a great topic. That's a really that would have been a good transition, too. John. You should have done yeah. that. Yeah, you should have. I don't know. Thank God we have Goth here to, to steal so the conversation weird. properly. So weird you wouldn't. Really? I mean, God, <laughs> sack of crap I am. I know ADHD <laughs> can be a bitch, but man. Mm. Oh, so I'm so depressed. <laughs> so aren't Jesus. we all? <laughs> so um so I don't know exactly. So um Goth, maybe you can fill us in because I don't sure. know where all this started. Um I'm 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 friends with Liana uh and and uh I I haven't I haven't spoken up to her about it yet because I'm, I'm sure she doesn't want to talk about it right now, but, but where exactly did this all start? Uh, well, like the, like, so like, like the kind of the, the current situation, like it's, so I don't it's know like what one the, specific thing. It's like years yeah, worth of it's stuff. Years of shit, up. dude. I mean, I can go back to 2016 and think of things people said to me and I was a streamer, you know, like I'm not even making the game and I get blamed for, you know, whatever in-game decision or people attempt to threaten me or harass me. They, your RNG me, sucks, goth. You're, they, you're shit. Like they yeah. give me viable proof that they know where my wife works. Like scary Ooh. shit, dude. Fuck, yeah. Dude. Like it's fucking like the, the, and I think it's any fandom, you know, not, it's not exclusive to the destiny community. Yeah. But it's like a problem with fandom in it's the a grand problem scheme with, of things with fandom especially for like live mmo kind of games because people like it's a, it's another world it's another life and people take it very seriously um so uh i'm not sure what the straw was that broke the camel's back so to speak because i've i, I wouldn't say i'm unplugged from the destiny community but i'm kind of like like you know the squidward meme where he's sitting on the he's sitting on the the bench with his fucking tanning <laughs> rack and he looks yeah. over and like he's annoyed and he looks back done that was me <laughs> yeah. for 3 years like you know if talk about where my headspace is now it's because of that because i had like nothing was my fucking problem for a while i very much focused on just streaming and mainly family and myself during the pandemic like that was my focus i was unplugged um, so I don't know like w what the final thing was with Bungie, but I think, you know, you're right that it's a culmination of, of many years of harassment just based on my own experience. Um, 
It's uh, it's people like going after their YouTube creators, like looking like the, like the guy who did the false claims on Bungie yeah. on Bungie so videos made by other people. The Bungie oh. has, has has a few like lawsuits out right now. Yes. One of them is this guy that like po like he pretended to be Bungie on YouTube mm -hmm. yep. and sent malicious um DMCA takedowns mm -hmm. to various Destiny content creators. Yep. Uh he is being charged with 96 counts of malicious mm -hmm. fraud. Yep. Um he's fucked. Yeah, he's he like he's so screwed. Yeah, he did and he like sent messages to people. Like he was very explicit that he was doing this to hurt people and hurt people yeah. related to destiny. And these are just Wait, content like a manifesto around yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. god. There was a guy, there was a developer run off Twitter for revealing an exotic won't be returning. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh like oh yes. yeah. That was yeah, yeah. that when was he, a big one. When he said the uh it was the um it was the Twilight, Twilight Garrison. Garrison. Yep. Yeah. He said that's not coming back. Uh, that sort of movement is part of the Warlocks archetype now. And it's Titans aren't going to have that ability, you know? Um, and people were furious. They fucking lost it, dude. It was like you had kicked their dog. Like, it's unbelievable, man. Like, I wanted the Twilight Garrison to come back. And he said that. And I was like, oh, man, that sucks. Anyways. You know, like your day because it's a fucking video game. Video like, game, Jesus man. Like, come on, yeah. Touching like, grass that, that is no longer the, enough. That guy was one of the most communicative, like Bungie developers about yeah. stuff that was going on. Yep. That yeah. is fucking. See, I did not know that is fucking garbage. Yeah. And then there's the other Holy lawsuit. Then there's the other lawsuit, which that's um, not a phrase you ever like to hear. And then there's the other lawsuit. Yeah, so it's it's one specific guy, and I, I think a lot of the headlines around this have kind of done it a disservice because I've seen some people saying it's kind of a petty thing uh, for Bungie to be doing um, because a lot of the headlines are, you know, he's being sued for ban evasion and stuff like that. He's been banned like 12 times and has made new accounts and <laughs> hey, stuff like question, that. Hey, uh, question headline writers. Why has this guy been banned 12 times? Yeah, so, and like, this guy's, like... And, you know, it's like, yeah, he's been very toxic and poorly behaved in game. However, he's basically also threatened to shoot up Bungie um, because he made a big deal about moving close to where it's going to be. And it's like, so, oh, uh, okay. he was like tweeting at individual Bungie developers like, oh, you know, I'm close. You aren't safe. Is this like, the guy who has threatened to burn down their headquarters? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mul multiple times. Yeah, he's a giant piece of shit, what? man. Yeah, I don't get like, it. I, like, I really don't. And the thing don't. is, like, and the thing that's really scary about this is, I don't think it's just Bungie that goes through this. It's pretty much everybody that ha that deals with yeah. any kind of service mm -hmm. game. Just expected to put up with it, I guess. Which I, is think, I think so, Bungie. I think <laughs> Bungie found, and I'm not saying they didn't have their nutsack, but I feel like, I feel like they just hit a moment where it was like, you know what? fuck this shit you know because i'm sure other studios are worried about oh if we go after our players and maybe the optics won't be good and then their marketing department gets involved and they're like yeah you shouldn't go after the players just let it go you know and it goes hand in hand with like people will say like hey just don't feed the trolls you know like responding to trolls or or giving out repercussions don't feed them just don't give them ammo you know they'll go away here's the truth trolls aren't gonna fucking go away no nope. bad people don't stop being bad they just yep. get worse and it, they just a lot get, they of just them get more emboldened exactly
you know, exactly. I, I, and they think that they think that they're on the side of righteous. So they think that they are the majority, you know, so and I, then I, I'm, they need to be shown they're not, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I'm glad you said that because I, I was just about to make the point that, uh, you know, when somebody tells bunch of like this guy, he apparently he said they need to keep their doors locked, which is a direct fucking threat. Like, oh, yeah. No bones about it. That's a fucking threat. That's right? a fucking threat. hundred percent. You you can like like ninety nine percent of people will tell you, don't worry about it. It's just uh, online bullshit. Nobody's going to do anything. Look at what's happening in fucking schools in this country right now. When somebody mm -hmm. when somebody makes a threat against your life or the life or the lives of people you care about, you have to take it seriously. Yeah. You can't afford to ignore mm -hmm. that shit. No, nope, you, you just, cannot. You, you, you can't. And, and also, a good thing, go a good thing that I think could come out of this is because I think Bungie's, well, both of these particular um, lawsuits, I think are important for a lot of developers and studios. And I think Bungie's in a good place for getting a decent outcome from them and establishing that legal precedent. Yes. Um, I think is going to be a really big thing going forward. Yeah. Um, so I'm really keeping a close, like, I'm really going to keep a close eye on these because I think it will have other effects going forward for other studios. I hope so. I hope so, man. I want to see some more of these idiots just get their fucking <laughs> lives ruined. Like, and I'm not like, okay, yep. I, I, I'm kind of a vengeful, spiteful guy. Hey, um, me too. Hey, yeah, I know. <laughs> that's why we get along. Uh, and I, I just want to see do you have to set a precedent you have to be like stop it like i know we that need examples made people need to be made yes. example people this do is... still get like swatted but not oh, nearly yeah. as much as before a couple of these guys went to fucking prison and not just like uh overnight prison but like you're in goddamn prison you know that kind yeah. of prison the prison prison yeah, yeah because prison you... prison this sound like like I wasn't aware of some of the shit this guy had been saying and yeah. sending to the bungee devs. And when you look at it, when you look at it, this is the kind of shit that people fucking act on. Or if they mm -hmm. don't act on it, it inspires somebody else who's even worse yep. to yep. kind of take up Copycats. that torch and and be like, okay, well, you know what? Like, if you're not going to do it, I will because they didn't bring the fucking Twilight Garrison back. They've ruined yeah. my uh, they've ruined my Warlock build that I've had for the past six years. That's six years of my life down the drain, man. Like, yeah. Like, by the way, this guy's whole defense is, I'm just a kid that was playing a character. That was it. That was his whole defense. Oh, the Alex Jones oh, defense. Yeah. yeah. Let oh, me know how oh, that okay. fucking goes. It was an act. <laughs> it was, an act. It was uh, yo, it was actually uh, carefully crafted theater. Um, you see what I, what, when you get into a role, it's method acting. When you get into a role, mm -hmm. you have to get into that role completely. Like I, I, I want to see this guy fucking perp walked. Like I, I, I this shit like this, eventually somebody's going to, somebody's going to get hurt. Someone's going to get shot someone's going to get killed. Like, Undoubtedly. like, it, yeah, and, I, I agree with you. Yeah. And we, it, it, it just, and it's, it's not just important for, for devs like Bungie to, to push back on this stuff. I'm glad they're being as proactive as they are about going after this guy. Yeah. It makes but a big it, difference for the, the studio to actually speak out. Right. officially. <clears throat> but mm -hmm. it, it's, it's also, also good for the, like, I mean, that's a big show from the company itself that it's taking steps to protect its employees. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's fantastic. And, uh, you know, 
it's also incumbent upon people with platforms like people on this podcast to, to, to talk about this stuff and, and, and speak up about it. Um, yeah. because you know, the only, the only way you're, the only way to, to, to brighten a dark room is to shine a light in it. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, it, this shit is just going to, it's getting worse. It's getting worse and worse and worse. I've received death threats over stupid shit. Shit. Um, John, I, you know what I do for a living. I work in local news. How, how, I've been having a blast the last six years. Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, like, yeah. I, 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 my wife, I, Derek, do you remember uh, somebody sent me a message on Twitter saying, I'm about town? And, you know, he was able to list off where Vicky works and what street it was on. And he had like a little gun emoji. And, uh, like, you know, you can just laugh that off. But I went to the fucking police station. Can't laugh that like, shit off, man. I was like, no. I, I'm like, I'm like, okay, you threaten my fucking wife. And a lot of the people who say to like, laugh it off and not take it seriously are people who've never been in that situation. Because the moment yep. it's you, yeah. the moment it's you in the hot seat, that shit feels way different. Yeah. There's a alarming amount of troll apologists, mm-hmm. you know, that if you take a stand against that kind of behavior or uh you know are supportive of others who take a stand against it like suddenly like you're the fucking bad guy you know for going after you know some 19 year old piece of shit who's making somebody else's day difficult like you should just let it it's just internet you know like it's not though like this is like we're beyond that this isn't 1995 and we're in a yahoo chat room that i you know, can unplug. And then it's like, all right, cool. I'm going to go outside. No, like this, this shit is, follows you. Yeah. Like, for sure. I mean, tr- like social media, Twitter is part of the cultural zeitgeist now. And, and people, people know, and, and you know what, based on what you, based on what you tweet, based on the pictures you tweet, it is not difficult to determine where someone lives. Oh no, not it's, at all. It's just not. And, um, it's, uh, you know, I, I, do we lose Justin? No, I'm we, right we lost Finn. Oh, we lost oh, Finn. There, sorry, I got half my screen cut off. Um, but yeah, I it's it's sad. It's it's disgusting. And honestly, I want to see all these people made fucking examples. All of them. All of them. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I just want to add one note. Um, it's not to the same extent of other stuff, but like one thing, especially with social media and like when people when you go to talk to like a developer about something they work on, a lot of these people are not dedicated comms people. Um, and so it's like, I, I just got done working at a hotel, but it would be like, if I was, you know, off the clock getting food somewhere and somebody came up and started asking me questions about issues that they had with housekeeping, um, while I was just trying to mind my own fucking business and go about my day when I'm not on the clock, like keep that in mind. You've heard some of my horror stories, right? From back when I worked at Nintendo, like, Man, working for Nintendo sucks because like cool company sometimes, but like I was everybody's 24-7 bitch fest about anything they didn't like about Nintendo. And yeah, people so, follow me. It was like, oh God. So try to keep track of like what platforms and ways that developers want you to communicate with them and be respectful of that because mm-hmm. um like a lot of people, I think, just turn anybody that works on a video game into their personal customer service. Well, and even person. like the, the comms and PR yeah. people, like, oh, yeah, and have time off. and nice to them too. Yeah. Also, just because the comms person is on Twitter doesn't mean yeah. that that's an official complaints form for you. Yeah. Like, well, well, like, yeah, there's another. Well, there's yeah, another I know. That, that we, there's there's like two other facets to this too. One is, and I'm sure we've all seen this. It's like you know. 
a Twitter, let's just use Bungie as an example, right? Like the official Bungie account will tweet something out that a, a, a subset of players, Twitter users don't like, right? Well, they will start bitching and moaning about how this is, this sucks. This is a terrible change. Guys, you're not talking to the devs. You're talking to the, you're talking to the community social media manager who's running that Twitter account. You're not talking to the devs when you're tweeting at the official Bungie account. You're talking to the social media guy making those tweets. But it's also just They're not the right way to talk to the devs. Speaking as somebody like, that's had to be on that side of things especially for like something like arc system works where the fighting the fgc is yeah. notoriously uh strong salty and uh and and, and yeah. proactive about letting you know what they're not fans of it's and and the worst part is is there's this expectation that community managers and social managers should just take that abuse because they shouldn't it's part of the job and it's terrible it sucks uh you're the first line of defense against a whole tsunami of hate whenever something i mean the job's amazing when you the devs do something that uh the fans like like that just you're you're just on cloud nine then everyone's just happy and having a good time but the opposite is just soul crushing sometimes and you have to be always on like you can't just ignore it you have to be like sifting through the responses for the stuff that you can engage in and it's rough man it's uh well, it's not fun it, there, there's a there, there's a second side to all this, and it's something that I've had to deal with recently. And Goth, I know you must have had to deal with this, and that is parasocial relationships on social media. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And you know, like as somebody, so I've got like roughly thirteen thousand followers on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. I'm very close friends with why a few of yeah, I don't know why, why people do people follow, follow you. I don't you're just a know. dude. I don't know. I have no fucking idea. Um, but I, I've, I've got, I've got some very close friends among that group and the rest are people who, for whatever reason, follow me. I don't know them very well. Uh, but for whatever, like people get a, 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 a comfort, a, a comfortability with, with being open with me and in a way that is inappropriate. And so if I tweet something that they don't like, they get extra mad about it because they sense that the, they sense a relationship that exists that just isn't there. You've also gotten uh, some really gross, horny DMs, which I, like, yeah, I have. Hey, and, you are famously like straight, so that like these guys who DM you these things like should know that it's not welcome. But well, like, also, also but, but it doesn't like, matter because like I'm queer and I, I like, wouldn't want to get those DMs because like I yeah. didn't ask for that. So like, don't don't send that to anyone. I, God, I know that like if I've had to deal with this shit, I know you must have had to deal with stuff like this. Oh yeah, no, there's. I mean, I I, I mean, I've been watching you for years, to... God. How could you do this? Well, yeah, like you'll see like this. Uh, you better just stick to video games, kind of tweets. Yeah, you, like, tweet outs if you tweet anything that's like partially even maybe political or, or politics like out of video on, games yeah let's take politics out of video games and it's like bitch have you played a bungee game like they're <laughs> all politics yeah. people are people don't you do know? that about anything else like if you talk about movies they're not like i'm only here for video games how dare you talk about this movie you enjoyed like yeah. you know yeah. it's always just the politics that they don't want to hear about funny how that works mm-hmm. well you know um, what but yeah i, I, I haven't really i haven't really i haven't run into that a ton lately because i think i've like really made who i am very known over the years but definitely like years ago if i like you know i I would see that where if i express an opinion that i was outside what somebody else thought i should feel they would react like 
with an immense amount of vitriol, you know, like, like improportionately or disproportionately. So yeah, yeah, I've been there. Well, um, speaking of, uh, people getting angry, what I was going to say, how is this transition going to work, John? Doesn't matter. I'll derail it. Nah, he'll get there. I want to see how he gets there. Yeah, let's. Okay, so let me. Hold on. He's going to get there. I think. I I think it's going to work. I can do this. I can do this. So, so speaking of people getting mad about, oh, they'll keep politics out of my games. Mm -hmm. uh, There have been a lot of people who are uh, very, uh, very angry in a very stupid fucking way at Grand Theft Auto Six. Sure. And some of the you know what that's only like woke is that the thing that's only like a third of the story. But I'm going to give that to you, John. So thank you. Let me, this has been, yeah, this has been a big one for me. So I can kind of summarize what the news is and then we can, we can talk about it. Um, So long and short of it is Bloomberg had an article about some major changes that have been taking place at uh, Grand Theft Auto developer Rockstar and some major changes that are coming to Grand Theft Auto 6 that make it somewhat different from the rest of the franchise. And I I think you Mm -hmm. can kind of put this under three separate like categories of, of this one is that rockstar has become a significantly better place to work. And it sounds Mm -hmm. like they've responded very positively to criticism and (laughs) feedback of how they were as a workplace. They have quietly kind of gone around and gotten rid of a lot of the problem managers and supervisors and, and people like that who made it, an Mm -hmm. HR unfriendly place to work for various types of people. They have converted a ton of their contractors to full-time employees, which is a big deal. That's a major part of how the games industry gets around like good, you know, work. Yeah, exactly. Benefits, better pay, you know, a healthier work-life balance is to bring people on as contractors. So converting them to full-time gives them, better access to human resources, access to benefits, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And they are also attempting to eliminate crunch. Uh, One of the biggest things they're doing is implementing flex time. In other words, whenever people work extra, when they work long shifts, those hours immediately convert into more time off they can take. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's pretty standard in a lot of tech jobs and a lot of especially, um, I mean, shit tech. Like if you work at a call center, you get flex time. Right. So it's not an unheard of thing, but it's a big deal for game development to do that because game development, historically, not a great place for labor practices. Uh, So part one is it's a much better place to work than it previously was. Um, Part two is that the company is making a choice to be much more socially conscious with Grand Theft Auto 6, which is not to say it's going to stop being you know, funny or satirical of American pop culture in the way of life, any of these sort of things, but they made a big choice to focus on making sure that their humor no longer punches down at vulnerable groups. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you can, you can have satire, you can be sharp and funny and you can do that without making fun of trans people for existing. Right. Um, So that's a major rule for them with their comedy and their satire, which I don't think like that just means you're not doing the South Park approach of nothing is off limits. Like you can make some things off limits and it's it's fine. You can still be very funny. Um, and a lot of people are obviously very upset about that because it's it's woke, which is a, a word that has lost all meaning at this right. point. Um, I, I actually suggest some of the people who are mad about that to take a nap. 
And then third is there's just some general details about Grand Theft Auto 6. Like it's going to be a a Latina protagonist for the first time. Oh, losers are so Set in Vice City. Um, and we you know, kind of a Bonnie and Clyde playable character. They're acting like right. that'll be like it's most likely going to be a GTA Five split. And like Grand Theft Auto's had non-white oh, protagonists before. Multiple, it just, multiple I don't think characters, I don't sure. think a mainline game has had a woman as a, a main playable protagonist before. But like again, it's it's not even weird because apropos like ab- absent of of anything else, a completely different mm-hmm. a word. Having a, a Hispanic woman as the main character is not like weird. For Grand Theft Auto, it doesn't feel like the main character of five. (sighs) That's hard because it was clearly like a the trio, and yet I think you can kind of rank the importance of the trio. Mm -hmm. Where like Michael is the first one that you get in touch with; he's the one that seems to have the most influence and direct agency in the plot. Franklin feels like your secondary because he's the one who the plot is most sympathetic to. And spends again most of his the time actually being like directly interfaced with the main plot, and then Trevor kind of just feels like he's bolted on for the most part. To real me. quick, uh, who are these people you're talking about? Because I only know about GTA Online. Uh, <laughs> that's that's the only aspect of Grand Theft Auto that exists anymore. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Grand Theft Auto Five didn't have a bad story plot mode, that you're like, talking about. You know, but anyway. The, the so main I, character of Grand Theft Auto is the card shark. It's you. <laughs> but um, I, uh, I don't know. I think I think as far as like people being upset, there's a, a, a Latina in focus for six. It's, that's pretty wild. If you if you played five, then you know that like it really depends on your own perspective. Like I asked that question because it's like I'm sure some people will choose Michael or Trevor or Franklin. For me, like all of my favorite missions were Trevor missions because I'm unhinged and he's a giant piece of They're shit. They're very fun. Un- <laughs> I love him being me, in like there. put on my my black hat fantasy. So I'm like, Trevor's my main character, you know, and I'm sure it was incredibly important, you know, uh, for a lot of folks that that Franklin was a, a focal yeah. point, you know, and he was a major focal point. I would say at, at times during the game, like his missions were most important from like a pivotal pivotal uh, story point same for like the other two throughout so that's gonna happen there's nothing wrong with like or like all of us will agree there's nothing wrong with them taking that approach and giving a spotlight to you know, yeah. folks that might feel marginalized or want to feel represented like representation also, like, G- is important gta is one of the biggest things out there not even oh, just yeah. video games just one of the biggest things out there you know there's more than one type of person playing these games <laughs> yeah. oh, for yeah. sure. like, well and like i think what it's am like, i this is gonna be favorite? set in vice city which is their miami analog right. and like you're gonna tell me you're surprised that maybe someone of hispanic descent might be like important in a game set in miami like is this really yeah. like breaking the bounds of believability <laughs> is that the idea to that you? It's going to start in Miami again, or, or well, Vice in Vice City, City yeah, Vice yeah. City, yeah. Um, that was part yeah. of the. the I heard report. that they were going to be adding new cities throughout. Yeah, like, that's what I heard I, too. I, I, yeah. I think that's that's wild, and and so it kind of confirms that six will be a live service uh, games as yeah. a service type of thing. I, I'm curious also, if, if they'll have like 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 defined focal main characters, or if if you're. I would love to see them do a thing where if your personal character that you make somehow is present throughout the story, whether you play them or if they're like a side character 
and then you like take them online or I'm, I'm a big live service guy. I always yeah, want to see how they can, how great you know, would it be if you custom your character to look ridiculous and he just pops up into some really serious mafioso. I love those games. fucking just memes, in the background. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Walk <laughs> in with like a duck hat or something. Serious <laughs> cutscenes, you know, the same sort of effect. Like, if they do this, like adding locations thing, yeah. Um, that might be also one of the ways that they're adjusting their development pipeline instead of being like, look, we have to do the most ambitious thing ever mm-hmm. and it has to be super polished and complete before we release it. Especially um, if whereas, you want to release hey, this game we can release, you know, something. It could be a more yeah. condensed map. Oh, it could be a more condensed map and then they just add to it over time instead of having to, like, completely blow everything else away, like, from day one. I'm hoping um, that one of the one of the cities they add is one where you get to play a cowboy online in a Western <laughs> setting and they actually add content great. to it. That would be fucking great. See, it's that funny because be, I was be actually going to say, I really like the idea that they're going to try to be a little more grown up with Grand Theft Auto mm-hmm. yeah. because it feels like five took a like for 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 being as as wild as five was it definitely felt like it was stepping, trying to step into like HBO crime drama mm-hmm. kind of territory, like a little bit. And yeah. I haven't played either Red Dead Redemption. I've been told that's a huge mistake on my part, it is. but people it, yeah, take like people heap praise on Red Dead Redemption one and two. And it's the same company. There's nothing stopping them from treating Grand Theft Auto with the same degree of seriousness as something like red dead redemption and it doesn't mm-hmm. it also doesn't stop them from from making a very funny game you know yeah. but but they, they can be mature about it one of one, one of my favorite things that i have seen about this uh this this big dust up uh about grand theft auto 6 is this this prominent shitlord on twitter i'm not even gonna give his name any any air sure he was very angry he was very angry because Grand Theft Auto uh, is uh, an American staple at this point, and I can't believe that they're shitting all over it. Like this game is this game is America. Like make There's... Grand Theft Auto great again. And I'm like, dude, do you uh, do you fucking understand what Grand Theft Auto is? Also, do you game? know where it's made? Like, like, do, like, do you know where that game is made? Like, because like, it's not America. <laughs> like, dude, do you fucking understand that Grand Theft Auto as a franchise makes fun of American culture? Like, like, do do you understand it's it's lampooning American. Like, do you, do you, do you comprehend that? We haven't seen a single I, I, screenshot of this game. Satire is John. We it's haven't, fucking we haven't had a single, like anything from this game. There's nothing. There's no artwork. There's been no teaser. Yeah, we don't have a logo nothing here. It's and it, people we, are mad online. And I really it, wish that people would, maybe discover legal substances that would help people, them chill people the fuck People fucking talk out. about, people fucking talk about, oh, I'm not going to buy it. Like, yeah, you are. Come on, dude. Don't fucking lie. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that the people that are like, I'm not going to buy this. Come on. are going to pass up on a Grand Theft Come Auto on. game. No, there's like, no way. You can lie to us all you want, but don't. They're going to sell it. They're going to sell it for like, 10 years across like three generations of mind, systems. Yeah. So. Keep in well, mind, I'm wide, the guy that actually hasn't bought GTA 5. You know? I'm the guy. I'm the guy that actually hasn't bought any copies of GTA five. And I still know these people are going to buy it. Like they might, they might be aiming to make the last grand theft auto, you know, yeah. like if it's going to be something they updated that, over time. Yeah. Yeah. If it's what, live, what, then they could just add stories, characters, change the engine. So on and so, so forth. So we've, we've talked a little bit about, about what, 
we know about Grand Theft Auto Six, but what do you guys want to actually see from the game? Like, like what do you guys actually want in I Grand mean, Theft like Auto Six? Better, better, like controls, gunplay, driving stuff like yeah. that. Five was still a little loose and sloppy. There's a lot better in four, right? But I mean, there's more we, room to grow. Yeah, the if, the gunplay even in Red Dead wasn't great. Like, yeah, their combat definitely needs pretty big overhauls. To can be up we? Enough. I would like to see characters that don't run like they are constantly pinching off a of shit. Mm-hmm. And they're, 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 they're trying to get to the bathroom as quickly as like, see, I actually on, want them to run like it's, it's worse. Like, <laughs> Derek, you know, that's how they run. They're, they're running. Like if anyone here has ever been on a run and you've all of a sudden you got to take a shit and yep. there's a bathroom like, yeah, see, you know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. maybe, maybe a Days quarter of a mile away, quarter of a mile away. And you're like, you're like, I may have a big fucking problem here. And, 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 and all of a sudden it's like that, like it, it, it's the worst feeling in the world. It's the worst because that quarter of a mile is might as might as well be three fucking miles. And the whole time you're like, I'm going to shit my pants. I'm going to shit my pants. And you've got that fucking run where you're like clenching your ass cheeks together and, and you're moving your hips. John saying, I'm going to shit my pants with. Yeah, just, yeah, no, that's thing. fine. No, do, is, it. Yeah. do it. Do it. No, no, that's great. Fucking do it. Go, is, no, go ahead. The craziest transition. I think go we'll, ahead, you will <laughs> have done of the night. So go ahead, go ahead. You cowards clip it. But that is how these fucking characters run in, in rockstar games. And mm-hmm. j- jokes aside, it's the the absolutely janky controls and the weird animations are just so off-putting to me, and they always have been. Oh, oh but that, see, for me, that's kind of part of the. I kind of like the jank, yeah. but like, like Saints Row has kind just, of eaten a lot of that. They need their characters you... meet the same the same quality that their worlds are. Yeah, you know, you can't. You, like, I play Red Dead, and it's like, wow, the world is the star. Like what a what a believable game world that is, and then you know you have the the janky gunplay and physics and stuff. And I know that making open world games is very difficult. Uh, you know, I'd ask CD Projekt Red, but Ooh. you know, I I, <laughs> I I I just I just really hope like because they really mastered making a believable world. If they can master making believable AI and characters next and and gameplay, then like no one's gonna beat Rockstar. I mean, Rockstar's already you know, making money hand over fist, but I'm sure that they are, you know, perfectionists and, and want to want both facets of their game to be great. You know, like a, why not both situation? I'm sure they want that. When do we think this shit is coming out? I, I don't expect to see it for a while. They said currently they hope to get it out fiscal year, 2024, but GTA always gets like at least a Mm -hmm. year delay. So, all right. When did when I think did, we see a 15 second teaser at the Game Awards this year? I think I this Game Awards is going to blow everybody's fucking mind. Like, there's no way it's not. We're going into 2023. There's, we'll get the logo for games. Yeah. And we'll maybe get like the whatever their little box design, like their cover mm. design that they like to do. Uh, we won't get any context for it, but people will you be know, able to use those images to kind of theory craft oh there will be fake months. covers on facebook I oh mean, there's already like fake that. covers yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> what so okay cool so you know what's really cool <laughs> the game words this year is that before it had what's that oh, oh you did keep, I cut out you for keep freezing oh, for yeah, a minute froze. and you you come really back weird. and everything happens at once and you kind of give off like a ben shapiro vibe for a bit as you just mm-hmm. you <laughs> <never> <laughs> fucking uh, theoretically <laughs> yeah <laughs> Derek. 
I like how you went. Fucking... You were about to say Finn, like it was automatically assumed I would. Make... <laughs> well, I just normally you're the fucking. Normally, this this the, you're the fucking shit poster here. He can't be mad at me. That's homophobia. Uh, fuck you, but you're right. I'm um, excited <laughs> about the Game Awards because John promises every year that Metroid Prime trilogy. Oh no, no, no! I was going to say uh, Metroid Prime. I will already have been playing Metroid Prime HD on my Switch before the Game Awards, so that's what rules. About I don't the Game believe Awards that's year. true, but Derek, what are you doing oh, with your camera? Oh, it's showing tweeting. the dog. Oh, it's Twiggy. Hey, Twiggy. She grumpy. Anyway. I was like, but, what's uh, going on, man? Yeah, I, for a minute, I was like, Derek. Derek, you got some SDG after hour vibes going on I was on like, here. yeah, it's, Derek. It's 10 p.m. All pretense I'm, is done. Yeah. <laughs> Derek, Derek, we're not. If the camera moves, it's because there's oh, a yeah, pit bull. There's the a pit bull yet. somewhere um, that needs a camera on them. Very good. All right, so uh, did you guys want to launch into our uh, last topic tonight, which is Dude, uh, VR? Yeah, this is unhinged. This is wild. So, yeah. so our last topic is actually about the launch of Digimon Survive. Yeah, um, fuck very excited. That's actually a big ass deal, and I do need to get that, but I got to beat Live Alive first. Um, so this is this is fucking unhinged, y'all. Uh, Facebook, I'm not calling them meta. It's Facebook. I get, fucking refuse, you Fucking dude. get I'm over yourselves. I legally um, can't say meta anymore, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Facebook is is raising the MSRP on the Oculus Quest 2, which I think is now they're calling it the Meta Quest 2, but fuck you, it's the Oculus Quest 2. Mm -hmm, um, they're raising the MSRP by $100. I don't this understand a, it. This is a several-year-old piece of hardware and mm -hmm. i understand Part of the reason it's been successful is because of the price right right yeah i it's I, and it's 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 i know that the the headset itself was like razor thin right it was it was damn near sold at cost but mm -hmm. like i don't think i've ever seen a situation i'm trying to think of a time when a piece of gaming hardware launched was out for a couple of years and then saw an msrp increase much less a triple digit price increase and it's so weird because i always viewed it like you said like there's they're selling like at cost if that and it was always yeah, like the, really the razor and blade model like you were getting them invested into your ecosystem and mm -hmm. into your vr stores and and building that groundwork for making vr more mainstream and it really feels like raising the price like this without the benefit of like better hardware like it's not like this is the quest 3 that they're dropping right they're just making it more expensive which is I, I'm failing to see how that's going they to do an help. announce for it or to just like sh like it just shadow really dropped the tweet yeah. The they're just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Next week the price goes up a hundred bucks. Have fun. I mean, I, mean, I understand it. Put it out like a presser. I don't think it was a presser. It was, it was a just tweet. like a just tweet. A tweet. It was a it tweet. Was like, yeah. What? <laughs> we're fucking increasing <laughs> the price on you boys. Like <laughs> why? No. Oh, but they're offering Beat Saber free for a I don't limited time. That. I mean, uh, I mean, the thing's been out two years almost, or it has been. It'll be two years this this like winter yeah because i remember getting one when it first came out from facebook directly they sent me one and and yeah that was cool but like why i don't understand that yeah that doesn't they like, could so you, easily you have, there's new hardware coming soon and be yeah, like oh right? well they'll lower the price on the they old could so, they could so easily have have given us a revision that was like 
higher resolution, better battery life, like some modest increases yeah. and gone, this is the Quest 3 or Quest Super like, like or they whatever. They could have treated and, it like the Switch OLED. Like it's not yeah. that big of an upgrade, but it's enough mm-hmm. to kind of justify the increased price, I guess. But well, the other they're just like, no, they're just like, nah, we're good. The thing that's also and, wild about this is like, Sony's getting ready to talk about PSVR 2. Yeah. Like they're probably going to end up being one of, if not the biggest uh, competitor for uh, for the Oculus. Uh, really, the headset. only competitor. I mean, it, and mm-hmm. yeah, nobody else. The big advantage going. that they they were going to have was price. Yep. And then they just raised price by a hundred bucks, which means that the PSVR two will probably end up looking better in comparison than it would have otherwise. When we Here's, get, the I think any VR you're tethered to still is several years back like vr when you're untethered room scale is such a like far and beyond better experience and you're still going to be tethered to your playstation for psvr 2 and i'm sure they're going to have all sorts of cool features but like the connect was cool but nobody fucking used it nobody (laughs) used the connect dude nobody you know what chat's got some good points they're like yeah but now they can do a bunch of like hundred dollar sales and make it look like a steal and someone said uh charlotte irl said that uh you know now that you no longer are required to connect your uh account to it maybe they'll give you a hundred dollar voucher or discount if you connect your facebook account to it mm-hmm. you know like that kind of stuff arbitrarily gotta get ad it- tracking ad tracking revenue somehow since Apple fucked Facebook on that one. I mean, let's yeah. be real, though. The real crime is that the Quest can't play Astrobot Rescue Mission, which remains the greatest VR so, experience. PSVR 2, is that only going to work on PS5? I cannot remember. Is yes. that that's PS5? Yeah, so that's, PS5. that's part yeah. of the problem is you have to have a PS5 for a PSVR yeah. 2 to even matter it's to you. It's niche hardware for, uh, for a piece of hardware you can't go out and get. Here's the you thing. <laughs> Quest, yeah. Quest is <laughs> Facebook is doing this. I've seen so many different possible reasons, right? They're they're trying to make more money to use it to offset research and development costs or, you know, because their, you know, their VR division has has dumped like stupid money mm-hmm. into R&D because they really want like the metaverse to be the a big thing. It's not, there are a few billion in the hole on that, yeah, which is not just wild. If they just treated this $2.8 billion on their VR If they treated this like a mundane entertainment platform, it would have been so much healthier for their business. But what? so um, why... Like jokes aside, why did why raise the price? Because why? it's a monopoly and they can. That's that's what it is. There's I no think other. It comes out of that. I mean, yeah. I mean, the price. Point. The price. Yeah, the, I mean, what are your actual options right now? Over the yeah. past couple of years. Yeah. Well. You're gonna buy a, a fucking HTC Vive. Like. So, <laughs> well, I, I want to. And wanna, a PC that supports the specs yeah. of the Vive. Well, yeah. I want to. I want to. There's back no to competitor. I want to. I want to pinpoint something Goth just said. So. You think it's like essentially due to supply chain issues? I think it's a part of it too. Sure. I mean, yeah, supply chain absolutely has to be part of it. You know, and and Facebook, Meta, whatever you want to call them, they also have a lot of data. You know, and maybe they maybe their data showed them that it wouldn't matter. Maybe they maybe the data showed them that their primary purchasers, which is dudes who want to sit in bed and jerk off to VR porn, Ooh. are still going to spend another hundred dollars on it because it's wireless. You could you jerk know, off like, anywhere now. You could like, jerk like off not, fucking anywhere, dude. Like, you could put that li- shit on 
like in the kitchen if you want to don't if, recommend if, if you want to like you can go in the living room you could i mean shit dude you could sit in the fucking you could go to the you can go to the laundry room sit on the dryer good put that vr headset on mm -hmm. and just yep. just whack that meat dude because i mean you are yep. untethered now like the world in a this sense conversation is, is your you know what's funny is i cracked a joke about vr porn the last time i was hanging out with john and he didn't even know <laughs> conceptually conceptually <laughs> yeah he was like what do you mean that's because john's very analog and old school john he's is still, john is I such like, a pure soul he, he hasn't been corrupted he by the world through his girls gone wild dvds i he's, he's got a think, nice collection on vhs i think the you, porn you know, industry still could like directs that shit still like oh, you think for sure. sure like do you remember blu-rays and hd yeah DVDs oh, when i, I love that great. porn is the reason blu-ray won like that's such yeah. a fascinating fact yeah. imagine porn. buying porn on a disc like like <laughs> you remember, I, remember hiding something's your gotta be wrong with you if you're if you're buying like, that oh, stuff man it, 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 goth you are goth it's cute that you think i hid my pornography from anyone i mean like when you were when you were a kid like when you were a teenager or did you just have your stack of pornography out well like the modern day equivalent of your of someone looking under your bed now is opening up your tabs without your permission yeah. Quick, oh, you honey for company's one. coming over for dinner put the good porn out on the bookcase <laughs> <laughs> honey take the put out the penthouses they're classier it's a better look like, like, oh, dude, you better fucking believe every time my son uh, is over here, I'm flipping, like, when he goes to bed, I'm flipping through his fucking search browser. I'm like, I want to know. Like, I want to know. John, they're too good at hiding shit. I, it, my son is savvy. The I'll in private, that, the, 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 the in private and incognito windows mm -hmm. have really just been a huge blow to parents everywhere. Oh, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. You know what? Can I, can I tell a funny story? It, it, it's Absolutely. unrelated to everything, is but it you know, damn it. it it is a story about the uh, the son of the president of the company I work for. And you, sure you should be telling the story, Finn. You know what? It's fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to use names. Uh, at one point, I'm good friends with the IT director of the company, and he we're out grabbing drinks one night. And he tells me this story about how they were contacted by our internet service provider because. An unnecessarily large amount of porn was being downloaded at work. And they pinpoint the, 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 the computer that's doing all the downloading. It's the president's son. He's downloading just 4K videos. Not, not streaming again, I ask, should you be telling the story on the podcast? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> this, is, this is my day job stuff. This isn't industry related. This is just silliness that... Okay. Uh, you know, it, it's a great story. I love it. And then we okay. find out that he's just downloading 4K versions of of porn from one very specific site. Uh, and just, well, you find a good one. And you, why would you ever it's, write? It's not even like a wild one. It's just it's Tushy.com, uh, which is, is apparently a thing. A thing? Yeah. It's a thing. I didn't even uh, know that was a I didn't even know. It that sounds like thing. that would be a thing. Yeah, I was oh, expecting yeah. you to say like browsers. It's like, OK, no, like that. You, yeah, like, again, sure. you think. But he's not even like he's just actually just like using one of those like like video downloader sites or something like downloading it straight to his computer i don't, we get don't know why we don't need to know why but i just love that the isp flagged his computer Ooh, and you know, contacted our it did he department. live did he live in town or was he visiting oh no he lives in town Mm, weird yeah he was going on a trip and he knew he was going to go somewhere was spying internet, so he yeah. wanted to be prepared for whatever his little tickled <laughs> mind wanted at the moment but 4k important 
Yeah. You know, Finn, Finn said tushy.com and someone in chat said sounds like bidet porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alex. Jesus Christ. Look, no, I. I, no, I, I love that story. No, I just love that story. And I was like, you know what? What better time to John, to, every one of us, but that. you is allowed to talk about our day jobs on here. So it's true. I've, I've spilled I, enough details for people to figure out which station I work at. And that's really dangerous in the grand scheme of things. But I just, I, I just quit my day job yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> day, I, I, start, I started another one in like four days, Yo, but Justin, I gotta know. I gotta know while we're on that. Did you steal the Choco tacos? Cause that, I that's like, I did it oh, because, but those okay. are worth so, something now. Okay, so yeah, let dude, me those break are gold now. I, I worked at a hotel, and we just started getting in Choco Tacos uh, that we were selling in the freezer, um, like the week before Choco Tacos. Yeah, dude, this is black market shit now. And so I had I, I I so yesterday was my last day, and I'm looking at this Choco Tacos. I'm like, I could make a killing selling these on the black market. The black market being the Taco Bell parking lot. The black, uh, the black taco <laughs> taco market, of course, yeah. the one that we've all heard about. Yeah. Um, and then I realized I realized this company actually owns pretty much every Choco Taco or not every Choco Taco, every Taco Bell in the area. And I'm like, shit. I just now I've got this metal picture of Justin, like dressed up like the merchant from Resident Evil, just standing out in the park. Like, Welcome. Just except my, like my jacket would be refrigerated. I, yeah, I would absolutely. prepare. I would prepare with the refrigerator. Like Justin just walking up the people in the parking lot. The whole operation. He's like wearing a trench coat. And he's like, "Hey, man, you want some choco tacos?" I got like just with shit. his refrigerated fucking coat. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I had a choco taco. They're not great. That's the thing. No. Like choco tacos are are wild. Everybody's overrated. walled out, like, and it's like just get drumsticks, man. Yeah. I don't know what to tell yeah, you. Yeah, drumsticks. Here, here's the thing, better. though. Like the now retroactively, thing. they're going to become the greatest. Uh, it's a marketing stunt. Greatest. Well, thing there's got to the be other companies that make like basically Choco Tacos, but we're gonna give it a different like, name. name. Well, just like yeah. there's gonna be own. a Kirkland a signature Choco Taco soon enough. Get a, get a fucking like you know, it, it's an ice cream cone. That's what a Choco Taco is. It's just a mm -hmm. waffle. You know what? Just ha Taco like, Bell should literally make one and just call it the Choco Lupa. Well, see, the thing oh, is, they, they used to have. Should <laughs> the Choco Taco was an item for Taco Bell? It used to be sold there. Ah, fair enough really yeah that's why it exists i thought it existed because that company made them no they sold they sold them at taco bell a long time ago the taco bell hasn't had them in a while but they is that real that's i think you're making that up i trust justin on taco I'm bell i'm gonna google it so. are you are you questioning me <laughs> yes absolutely but all right i'm looking i'm looking it up the origins of the choco taco all right in philly you need to be careful with exclude what websites that say, you do. Yeah, exclude don't. urban dictionary but yeah it was created in philadelphia not taco bell are you sure it's created, not created it was, it was, taco bell's not made a city by klondike uh -huh. oh, well, so I so I thought Justin was like the Taco Bell lore master, but, he used yeah. to, but it was sold at Taco Bell. They might have sold. Yeah, but so is Baja Blast, but they don't make well, fucking Baja Blast at Taco Bell. You can't John, prove they don't. It's literally a Taco Bell exclusive flavor. Not anymore. It's not. It's in stores, baby. Only for it now. only for like is six it? weeks in the summer. <laughs> only for six you weeks every summer. You know what? It Where still can I get Baja Blast in a store? <laughs> You don't know I this, Derek? I don't, I don't, think, you, I don't think you can. They own the flavor, don't they? It's, no, you can. It's, 
it sells out almost instantly when they. But oh, it's there. Really? We've got it at work. We've got it at work. And and our fucking Derek, I've got one sitting on my desk. I'll save it for you for when That's, you come here. I, I can I can just go to Taco Bell. Just it's get fine. the hard Mountain Dew, and you can have an alcoholic Baja Blast. What are you complaining about? Like an adult. No, I just. This podcast is a fucking disaster. Yeah, this is a bit <laughs> of that. See, see, this is God, why we love. God, yes. eventually, eventually, this shit just devolves into talking about food. Really, like, sure. I mean, that's yeah. Oh wait, 90, you know, you know what? You kind of need it. Very to live. disingenuous that we have Gothon and we haven't given him the true SDG experience. John, let's talk about Final Fantasy VI for a second. Yeah, so Final oh, Fantasy VI. This did might you be see, the longest we've gone into a podcast. Did you see the Final Fantasy VI Worlds Collide randomizer run at Games Done Quick this past couple weeks? That's pretty damn cool. I don't fuck with uh, Final Fantasy VI mods. I'm a purist. Well, you know, this sometimes might you gotta, be the longest we've gone. But John, John, you <laughs> modded the font of the pixel ray. Yeah, John, where's your purism now? Ooh, you well, no, I'm trying to create the original experience. Exactly, fonts are a different exactly. thing. John has I strong fonts. opinions on fonts. I, it, don't get me started on fucking fonts, dude. Oh, yeah. no, I agree. That day. font that they have on the pixel remakes is oh, like, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah but he keeps yeah, he keeps bringing up fonts now God, with all dude. kinds of games. Like a, it's a we'll be looking at a trailer God. for a game. and He'll be like, that font is terrible. And it's like, Jesus, John. Look, John, John is laser focused on two things, fonts in Japanese RPGs and whether or not a remaster of a classic game has the Vaseline filter. Those are yeah, those are his true. Two, the two things he notices. It's available on Switch. Yeah, <laughs> I got to have it on Switch. I got to have it on Switch. <laughs> I got to have a pops. See, if Goth is here, though, it's not really Final Fantasy six. We need to be talking about it's Chrono Trigger. We need to be talking about. All right, uh, who's all right? Your top three, Goth. Who who's your main party when you when you're taking down Lavos? Um, I mean, usually, uh, Frog, Chrono, and uh, Marl. See that that's a classic. Yeah, Yeah, that that, I started mixing it up. Trinity, right there. I'll I'll I'll. I mean, like I'll I'll trade out. You gotta have Frog though. Frog sometimes, but. I mean, I, I mean, Marl's your healer, you know, like, yeah, obviously. Yeah. What yeah. the gotta, fuck is that game? What the fuck is that game not on modern consoles? What the fuck is happening I, there? I don't know, man. There's because, so much they John, could be doing with. But you <sighs> got to wait three more years for the uh, what would that be? The 30th anniversary? No, I think they're going to they're going to HD 2D that shit. I know I I would I would play an HD 2D. I would love that Um, for for Chrono Trigger. Uh. I think Derek's there's a lot of cool stuff they could do with with Chrono Trigger, but it, I don't. Maybe Square just doesn't think it'll do well. I don't know. It breaks is, my heart though. Yeah, I, I um, I Chrono Cross remaster. Remake of do we ever do we know if that did all right? Live alive or whatever. Like I what feel like Chrono that? Trigger would do better than that. Did the Chrono Cross remaster do well? Like did yeah. it do okay? Uh, no, wasn't it like a wasn't it like a not great port or am I? Yeah, it ran. Well, yeah, no, I know. I just thought was. I'm not talking great. like sales wise. Like, did it? Yeah, do, no. Like, Chrono Trigger would it would destroy. So that either yeah. either they're completely ignoring it or they're doing a Final Fantasy VII remake situation. I I, I, mean, I, I think I, I think they're going to get a pixel or not a pixel remaster. I think you're going to get an HD 2D remake. I, I honestly I think that's probably next after Live Alive, considering okay. that the team from Live Alive went on to make Chrono Trigger. Oh really? Um, yeah yeah uh so you know i i think it's a no-brainer and imagine the fucking hype and live alive is selling very well which is yeah, a great is. thing um and so imagine the fucking hype if all of a sudden you get that swinging fucking pendulum clock mm-hmm. during a nintendo direct but it's 
but it's in that nice crisp hd 2d and then like you yeah. know you see lean square and like i mean it it fucking it would look slick man it would look i'm slick. i'm really i'm hyping myself up here for something yeah that but not, not before i get that you to see what remake. they did to 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 the mana series though it's now a, oh, like totally yeah. shift there like it's it's a mobile game now it's a mobile um, game now they i, I all I want is Secret of Evermore 2, though, dude. Like, yes, thank you. Fucking finally, somebody with some Secret of Evermore fucking respect. It's so finally. good. It's you better know than Secret of Mana. Give me Illusion of Gaia yeah. 2. No, 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 no. No, we're on Secret of Evermore now. Secret of Evermore is better than Secret of Mana, and I will fucking fist fight anyone in a dark alley. I, I unfortunately will uh, lose that fight to you, but I will yeah, still fight you for it because uh, <laughs> I disagree vehemently on that. Evermore, it's okay. Evermore has one of the best fucking John, soundtracks of the Super Nintendo. There's going to be so six good. other. But I mean, like, Mana has a banger soundtrack as well. It, it they, does, but that remake of Secret of Mana, it's, oh, was, that's it was garbage. Rough. It was bad. Oh, yeah. so garbage. Bad, the Trials of Mana remake was a lot better. Okay. Like, from a quality perspective, that yeah. was a lot better. Now, I will say that. Voice acting could have been better, but. <laughs> Well, because you had that one girl, Charlotte, who speaks yes. in speak the entire game. And uh, I, I. Oh, you I, mean I, with the uwu voice? No, Stop dude, it. the entire fucking game, Derek. I'm not kidding. Why? Derek, the entire fucking game. But uh, no, um, Goth, did you play the trial, Trials of Mana and the Collection of Mana when that came over finally from Japan? Um, no, I didn't. No. Dude, you're missing out. That game, fuck it. It's the best mana game. It's better than okay. Secret of Mana, it's better than Secret of Evermore. Trials of Mana is fucking awesome. I'm getting kind of overloaded by old JRPGs getting remastered. Like this is brutal I'm not, on my time, I'm not. man. Because we got what? Tactics we got Front Reborn, Mission, baby. Nah. We got Tactics Ogre. We got Tactics FFT. Coming. We know FFT is coming. Poor. I feel bad for Square right now because Tactics Ogre. Uh, it, like we learned, it leaked today that it's gone gold. Like Square it hasn't catch been a announced yet. Has yeah, it? it hasn't even been announced yeah. yet, and Square cannot catch a fucking break with this. Well, game, they dude. should fucking announce like, these things. Like, maybe, maybe. Well, you know what? To be fair, the they, they've been got, they they've cut flax so long for announcing things way too early. So now they're trying to to cut that down yeah. a little more. And even when they do it the right way, they still get their lunch stolen. Like, All Square's got to do to make me happy this year is just put the fucking pixel remasters on consoles. I don't care. Do you think they're going to? Yeah, I do. But I do. hundred percent. It's just a matter of when. So, but I just, just digitally want them together as either one or two collections. No, what they're going to do is they're going to drop them piecemeal digitally, just like they did on PC. That's what they're gonna. I, do. I fully believe that uh, at least Play Asia will get a like a like an English language Asian release of all of them. Like that's what they've done with all their other digital only titles. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I just I I just wonder how they're gonna price that shit. Um, but at any rate, highly. Uh, Derek, we got any other topics we want to get into tonight? What else? I mean, what I, else is on the I docket? Think, I think we got it. Do we? Are we? Are we tapped out? Are we? Are I we think we nailed how cool Finn is. Yeah. No, I don't want to do that. Uh, um, worth a shot. All right, well, we got we got five five minutes left. We can we can go ahead and start wrapping up. Yeah, Derek. Let's let's yeah, do sure. the, let let's like goth sign it off. Is there anything you want to talk about that we haven't brought up? Oh uh, no, we hit all the topics, man. I've been uh I've been sleepy and high for like the last ten minutes. Hell yeah! Me before we got started, Ooh. and it hit me. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah, I, would, I gotta bring I, a, a packet of that to the uh, the, the, the charity hangout you wish. in October. Not, you're not no. even are you? He, I he cannot medicinal why? there, or oh yeah, because you can't. 
His yeah. job would not allow that's, it. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Really hardcore. Hard. So yeah, that's so that would that would not be great for you. You're me. just gonna watch um, me and Brit and other people drop gummies for the charity. Yeah, thing it's gonna and, be it's gonna uh, be again. great. <laughs> yeah, well, second well, time. <laughs> I would um I would like to one uh thank our our stuff chat and I thank you for being so cool, everyone. We really were. Uh, yeah, I'm so I don't even happy think mods guys... had to worry at all about like. No? Um, yeah, not a thing. No. It's great. No, I mean, like, even even if I would have good been ass community and then raided and host, and it was like a few thousand people, like it would have been good so ass chill. community. I'd, yeah, 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 yeah. We've really curated, and I think most of the trolls that I had when I left Twitch aged out of being trolls, so I haven't accumulated <laughs> new ones yet. It's well, nice. nice. I mean, if you ever wanted to raid with a few thousand people, I'm not going to tell you you couldn't. Um, <laughs> I'd have to be but, on this late, and I'm usually yeah. at this time putting bread yeah so so i do want to point out for everybody in chat we do have a discord with almost 400 people so if you want to there, there's a link right there in the chat now brits in chat you know what i miss uh if you want to hop on our discord uh we would love to have you there we're trying to get to 500 people by the end of the year uh so if you want to help us get there that would be fantastic um want to thank everybody in chat for being so cool go ahead and uh drop us some feedback right there uh give us a follow right here on twitch we would really appreciate that as well and you can also follow us on twitter at official sdgc we go live every thursday night at 9 p.m eastern standard time as far as stuff coming up uh we've got a live alive review uh going up tomorrow derek i need to drop my uh my, my yeah. portion of the review in the full it might be going up uh, yeah i think it's going up i can i can get it up tomorrow it, it's, sure. uh, it's uh, tomorrow or saturday our live alive review is still up. doing phrasing Anyway. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but uh, so be on the lookout for that. I would say I would ask uh, I would ask Goth where you can find it, but everybody here fucking knows where to find them. Uh, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do but that. But we have a sizable podcast listening audience. So for the the, the well, listeners and not the viewers, yeah, where can they find true. you? Sure, you can find me at Twitch.tv/Gathalion or King Gathalion. I don't know. It's one of the two. And then Gathalion on Twitter. That's good enough. Yeah. No, yeah. that's great. That's fantastic. That's great. That's fantastic. Dude, thank you so much for putting up with us tonight, man. I really appreciate it. Oh, no, it's been here. a ball, man. I was chilling. Yeah. Awesome. Fucking outstanding. Do, do any of you jokers got anything else before we uh, before we get out of here? No. I just want to praise Goth on his uh, seamless transition skills from topic to topic. He really saved yeah. the day. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, man. Thanks for keeping us in line. Seriously. Like, that yeah, was You're that was welcome, great. dude. I, it's it's I, embarrassing I, when our guests have to run the show, but you know what? It's like yeah. it's really nice that we were there to do it. Because I'm not gonna lie, for a split second, I thought Finn was gonna say, "I'd like to praise God," and I was I was like, "Why? Like, why? Why would you praise mean, you know, him?" When, when you're when you're part of such a cool crew, sometimes you just have to to just give thanks where they're due i guess you know who else had a cool crew all right (laughs) all right everyone don't forget give us a follow here hop in our discord say hi we're super wholesome and cool we got a lot of channels you can hang out in we're okay and until next time remember the kindness costs nothing we'll see you next week